points of view and highs and lows a new perspective everywhere you go open up your mind drown out the noise and see if this connected and see if this What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests, and you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. We're back, fam. Thanks, Tony, again. And guess what? I have co-host Tony here and we are doing this live on zoom we're not telling you our location secret locations um and we have tony who do we have that's like right next to you um the holy spirit the holy spirit who is right behind bethany where she is right now underneath the northern lights she is projecting this from nowhere else but from glacier national park Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, she's actually nearing the North Pole to visit Santa, to bring to him all our 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 wishes for the gifts that we want for Christmas. Because we do, as Catholics, believe that we celebrate Christmas and we celebrate Advent in preparation for the coming of Santa Claus, led by Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the twelve. 12 reindeers, 12 elves, 12 disciples. Is that what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pretty Mm -hmm. much. So that is our disconnected Christmas scene, the nativity scene with Santa Claus and um, the reindeers. Amen. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Heresy. Anyways, so (laughs) fam, we we are trying to come on. Uh, We have been (laughs) off for a while not doing a podcast episode because it's Advent. We're preparing ourselves for Christmas. Uh, is that what we're doing? We're no, preparing ourselves for the second coming. For the second coming, the coming of Christ the Lord. And that is why we're not putting out any content, um, mm-hmm. aside from actually because we've just been, I've just been lazy. Just got to be honest with you guys. And, and it's been busy. And you guys have been busy. You guys have been busy, very Just busy. Just a bit. Just a bit. So, what have you Just guys been? Bit. What What have you guys been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah, Tony, what have you been up to? Uh, well, you know, work and um, oh, work and Arnell. Guess what? What? Guess what? 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 Work. <laughs> you been working? I have been working. Oh I my, have been working. Oh you my know, gosh, you've been working. <laughs> for those that don't know, I did move to my own apartment. And when you have your own apartment, everything that needs to get done is all on you. So like when you have to when you're when your tummy's grumbling and you want to eat, guess who's cooking? Your wife. You. I don't have a wife yet. Oh. But guess what? When 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 you look at the floor and it's dirt on there, guess who has to clean that up? Your maid. You. Yeah, totally. And guess who? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? When when something needs to be dusted, guess who does that? Uh, Holy Spirit. Uh, you. And you see here is that any time that you actually want to rest, you can't rest. So even when you're not working, you're still working. And I'm just realizing that as a millennial, because life has finally hit me. And um, I have to say, I'm a bit uh, dead inside now. He's adulting. He's yep. He's gone to the deep end. So that's what I've been up to. Bethany, what have you been up to? <laughs> See how he <laughs> tossed that over. Savoring my youth since I still live at home. <laughs> <laughs> I live at home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. 
And you know what's <laughs> funny, guys? Is I think most men in some part of their life choose to get married because they miss being home. Just saying. So are you that person that believes that like there's a correlation to um our parents with who we choose and or the in the choosing of getting married? Like we miss our parents or miss getting taken care of. And there's some sort of psychological theory that males like to be taken care of. I don't know. Uh, You're giving me a blank face here. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I don't know. I, I just know that, that um, males and females are created different. And that um, I know my wife is more um, nurturing than I am. I could see that with the kids. Uh, I, you know, with me, it's like you fall, I laugh, get up. <laughs> it's like, that's funny. It's like, do it again, fall down the stairs. And whereas my wife will run over there and say, are you okay? Are you okay? And and then they'll cry and then she'll put band-aids and take care of them. I'm like, they're living. I mean, they're alive. That's Learn your lesson from that. You know? So I just believe that, you know, um, men and women complement each other in that case. I can't do things that my wife does. And um, so i i know that i know that the female species is probably a stronger uh, species than the male species and that is why god gave us gave adam eve yeah well we were actually talking about um like bees you know all of the female bees you know they do all of the work and so in the winter time <laughs> Tony's laughing because he always he always hears my bee stories <laughs> But during the winter time, the female bees kick the males out of the hive because they don't do anything and food is scarce. So they all, they all die. <laughs> future, my future wife, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, and my future wife, ladies and gentlemen. And I will not recommend my wife from listening to this episode. <laughs> hey, Tony, can we cut that but, part out? <laughs> yes, please. She's gonna get ideas. Well, we could- females are just stronger guys <laughs> i'm gonna disregard that one do you know lions have a similar thing the the female lions do all the the hunting while the males are only basically there for for breeding and then they move on to a different um, pack or whatever they're called pretty much you know and 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 yeah i agree with that you know it's like one of my favorite characters and and is wonder woman yeah, you know, she's an Amazon. All women. Um, she works at Amazon. Well, she, you know, it's, she's an Amazon woman, and they're taking over. You could just see it around where I live. It's all the Amazon buildings. <laughs> they are now. Do you, I have to ask this? Do you know how to pronounce what island, whatever location she's from? No. Tell me. I don't okay. know how to pronounce it. Oh, is. Atlantis. It, no. They mascara or something like that. Mascara. They, they, it, it starts with a T, I think. The, the mascara. Someone uh, message us. So I want to and like send us an audio clip on Instagram so I can know how it's pronounced. Thank you. The the place where Wonder Woman came from. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that island filled with. It looks like it's from um like where they filmed Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's Hawaii, huh? Or Tahiti. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh, everyone's been busy, um, uh, you know, busy with work. Anyone taking any vacations coming up? Bethany, that's your department right there. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, because we're planning a wedding. <laughs> oh. So we have to save for the wedding. What oh. she means is she's going to stop working and take this very necessary thing called leisure she's going to relax so that is vacation and she actually gets what is it two weeks while the rest of the world gets one day or two days wow she must work for a school district or something Mm -hmm. or the church look at her ring she's just showing it off yeah 
<laughs> for some reason, I feel like you guys have this connection. You know, that's like, 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 uh, like you guys are tied together or gonna get tied together. Like, like you guys are engaged or something. Um, no, I think you guys are. But you know what? I gotta say that if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you guys look f- fabulous next to each other right there. Just saying, you know, you guys look Don't we know? fabulous. But anyways, mm-hmm. I am taking a one-week vacation because my sister from Chicago is coming over, so I need to drive around. And so we're having family over for Christmas. Um, and so that's, you know, Christmas season starts on Christmas Day. So we're going to have family over. I'm taking a week off until next year. So I will be on vacation until next year. Will you be podcasting on Christmas with your family? Maybe. Don't know. I wonder if they would, you know? It's not like, don't know. Is there weird. anyone that you know that hasn't been on the podcast besides like work people? Um, Bishop Rojas. <laughs> I'm just going to. Every episode. Every episode. I'm going to squeeze that. And every time until Bishop Rojas. I have a fun story. Did I, I don't think I've ever shared it on the show. But when we went to Resilience, and for those who don't know, that was the young adult worship event. Um, and Bishop was there, right? And uh, I'm talking to Bishop. Uh, and, you know, naturally awkward and good old me, right? And I'm trying to ask him if he would come over to the booth that you're already set up just to podcast for like five minutes, you know, and I'm there and I'm like, I'm just doing small talk first. Cause I didn't want to just be like, Hey, you want to, you know, you have to be polite and uh, which I'm not good at being uh, not, not good at small talk. And, and I I'm talking to him just with a small talk. And then I'm like, so Bishop, you know, like the, always the, so that you do that long. So, so it's an indication that it's a transition the topics and Alexis Gooseman comes oh. in and interrupts and begins to talk to him for like five minutes straight. Edgardo ends up calling me up saying we have to get started with the event. And I go up and I lose my chance because someone interrupted. And that was my only chance to ask him. That's and he had time. That rebel. Yeah. You know, so. I'm, I'm just going to say Alexis Guzman. Yeah. Let's send him some. Let's send him some love mail. Thanks a lot, Alexis. Well, I'll send him something. <laughs> Wonderful guy. He is the youth minister and the uh, confirmation coordinator for Our Lady of Guadalupe in Chino, California. Send him some emails of love uh, upon our behalf and tell him, hey, you know what? I heard Bishop Rojas was going to come on the podcast, but y'all blocked it. So um, you need to help us out and. Get Bishop Rojas on the podcast. Hashtag SB Diocese. Uh, get Bishop Rojas on the podcast. Uh, that's going to be our new hashtag. It's, it's only a little long, but <laughs> <laughs> hashtag get Bishop Rojas on the podcast. Hashtag connect Bishop Rojas. Bishop Rojas disconnected. I don't know. We'll find a hashtag. Someone send us a, a really good hashtag to try to get Bishop Rojas on the show. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. So I think Bethany is like, somebody's in my office. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, we've all been so busy, and I know you two have been busy. I know, Tony, you've been super busy during this Advent season because in our faith in our Catholic Church, we're always preparing um, families, youth, and you're you're the director of youth formation at uh, Saint Oscar Romero, and and here's the thing: it's we're always preparing them during this time, trying to explain to them what Advent is, trying to get them prepared for the Christmas season. So a lot of times, many parishes ask people to come give talks to their their areas, oh, and um and so you've been you've been like all over the place, so. So Bethany just had to step out a little bit, but how how has that been? I mean, you know, it's been crazy the different things I've been asked to do lately. You know what was really uh striking just recently? 
Um, so a few days ago, I was uh, going to actually talk about based off our textbook in confirmation uh, for confirmation one, it talks about, it just happens to be that this month falls under uh, death, like the last four things, right? Death, judgment, heaven, and hell. And um, coincidentally, I think there is a correlation with Advent with the second coming and the final judgment and that sort of thing. So I was reflecting a lot on death lately. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and it's just really depressing. Because um, like I talked about in the previous episode, uh, the preacher's burden, right? And just that you you have to get our heart should also we should be passionate about what we're speaking when we're speaking about God. Right. Yeah. And that also means having some like because how do I say this? We're not going to seem like we care or we even believe in what we're saying unless we allow our hearts to kind of break with it, so to speak. So I was just reflecting on death a lot lately. So um yeah it was actually really depressing <laughs> i'm sorry but um my point of why i brought that up is uh we have to die to ourselves right yeah. and that's what that reflection the last week of talking about it so much lately um is the importance and then also understanding that we are imperfect and that 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 is what it is it doesn't end there. We still strive for holiness. We strive for perfection, knowing that we're not going to meet perfection. We're not going to meet it, but we still strive for it. And for me, it's just been a good, uh, good process, a good uh, dying to myself, uh, a painful one. But just like any process with God, a faith journey, um, there are some challenges at times. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been kind of crazy being asked to do um, different going to different parishes and stuff. I don't know. Should we disclose the new thing that came out? We will. But you know, I just uh, want I just want to add something to to what you said. It's like you've been mm-hmm. you've been reflecting on death and 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 I'm really glad that you said something uh, to add to that is dying to self. And mm-hmm. and I think um everyone should be having that reflection that you you you've been having and and what you've been um preparing and and looking at death and it's 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 sometimes when people hear about death they they feel like uh they feel like it's it's a depressing it's depressing it's it's dark but that's exactly what it is it's as you said dying to self dying to self and and which that means during this advent season that we're um recording this podcast it's dying to self our darkness so that we can let in that light so that we can prepare mm-hmm. ourselves to allow room for that light, which is Christ, um, and that's that's what dying to self is. It's it's dying to uh, to the things that 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 bring us down, that that take us away from uh, blocking that light. Uh, you know, someone had shared with me that um, you know Mother Mary is is like the moon, and without the sun, she has no light, and the light shines through. Uh, her and when we see her, we see uh, Christ, her son, through through that 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 glow. Uh, I had a coworker who who is you know she's she's not you know one of those active Catholics, but she said there is one thing that I know is that there are people who emit light. There are people who who just emit life and. Mm-hmm. And without without understanding what she's saying, what she's expressing, is she's really expressing what it means to have Christ in you, that you are emitting that light to others and people see it. Without sometimes even you seeing it, that mm-hmm. that you bring that light into other people's darkness. So I'm really glad that you, you share that that um reflection that you've been having this this time but before you share what what uh, well now let's share what you're saying let's share that news um yeah so i was actually asked to help co-host for one life la um so um, through a series of uh people that um you know they were asked who do you think should do it they gave me 
they gave them my name. So it was very nice. Uh, pretty awkward as I am. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird that I'm going to be doing that. I'll be doing, I'll be co-hosting with an, another individual for the opening portion of one mm-hmm. life LA for the youth and young adult portion with Francis Cabildo. And, um, yeah, it's just weird. You know, it's crazy because, uh, they, they, they ask you for like a small bio and stuff so people can know who you are and that sort of thing. But I always, like you guys, everyone watching this probably knows me more or less. And I'm just a weird, goofy kid. So there's not much to say. I'm just like a polo wearing youth minister that doesn't wear polos, um, <laughs> apparently, because I'm not wearing one. But yeah, so it, it's kind of weird. It's just a real, I don't know what to say about it. It's just random, but I'm grateful. I think it's going to be a fun time. I think um, it, it'll be a nice, fruitful day, you know, um, the importance of life. I'm I'm truly excited for you, Tony. I'm I'm excited for the rest of us. I'm I'm excited for those people who are going to see you for the first time and, and actually, you know, understand. You know, when when you say he's, you know, that you're awkward. I think I think uh, what I what I told someone before is it's that awkwardness sometimes that is endearing to other people who themselves is awkward, and it's relatable. You know, it's like. Yeah, it's very relatable. So, uh, yeah, 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 so, yeah. They're going to be like, I have hope. I'm an awkward person. I can, I can, I can serve the Lord too. <laughs> it's like he brought he brought fishes and loaves. But, uh, yeah, but, but no, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, January twenty second, be there. January, Starts at eleven. January twenty second. Yeah. And some of us, if you guys want to join us coming down from the Diocese of San Bernardino, we do take the Metrolink if you're coming down from Riverside. We take the Metrolink train. Um, I think our group is going to leave around 8 a.m. It takes about an hour for us to get to there. Uh, so um, come on board. If you see us and if you see our banners, if you see our signs, if you see our shirts, uh, come say hello. I think we might even podcast on that day without Tony because Tony's going to be hosting. So it's going to be me on the train uh, with whoever. Um, but yeah, it, it is it is quite an experience to be surrounded by other people of faith and people of non-faith. You know, I, I have to I have to state that being pro-life does not necessarily mean that you are a person of faith. There are people who who are non-religious who are very pro-life, who understand the the sanctity of life, that life is sacred. So uh, everyone is invited to go on this march, January 22nd, which uh, for those of you guys who know, January 22nd is the anniversary of when Roe v. Wade was signed in 1973. So it's going to be one of those maybe uh, dicey marches because it's all in the news right now regarding... Um, um, the pro-life movement and the abortion issues, things like that. So uh, we invite you. And even if you are one of those people who, individuals who believe that who you are pro-choice, come say hello. Let's have a dialogue. Let's let's have that conversation on why you feel that way, and and listen to us on why we feel so strongly about what we believe and that life is sacred. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Tony with Francis Cabildo, um, on, on that youth portion, youth and young adult at the plaza, at the plaza. So everyone surround the plaza, make some signs, say, what's up, Tony? (laughs) Can I say it's such an honor though, to be with Francis. Like, I mean, I was, I was like the teen going to the retreats where he was leading the worship, you know, mm-hmm. like 10 years ago. Um, so it's kind of crazy, you know, being able to be, like, I don't know if I'm going to bring him up or the co-host or how that's going to work, but it's just crazy. I just, I don't know what to say. It's just, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I age myself when I, when I say, I remember when Francis was the youth minister for Sacred Heart uh, Parish yeah. in Rancho Comanga and th- 
I used to do the 5 p.m. youth mass with Father Steve Porter. Shout out to Father Steve Porter. And that was the first time that um, when we did the Lord's Prayer, they did it in sign. And, and uh, at first mm-hmm. I was like, this is did different. Did they do the Alleluia? Yeah, Alleluia. yeah this is like, this is different. Yeah. I was like, but mm-hmm. a beautiful way to celebrate the mass um, with Francis Cabildo. So, everyone, you are invited to come and celebrate um life over on on um January 22nd in downtown LA take the train stop over there at at um at Union Station and meet us at the plaza over there by uh what is that plaza called Olivera Olivera Street Olivera Street right mm-hmm. there at the Olivera Street Plaza so we will be there um you, you won't miss us you won't miss us Bunch of crazy people just I'll be loving wearing a polo. Life. Yep. And this guy, the polo wearing youth minister, will be wearing a polo and I'll be wearing a jersey. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. And probably a sweater because it's going to be cold. Um, yes. But, but yeah. So you've been busy and we've been busy. And, you know, we, we have been talking a lot about what it's like to, to be asked to give talks, especially to people who aren't part of your community. So uh, it, it's weird because every single time that I have to give a talk, I am still nervous and anxious about it. Really? Yeah. I, you? I, yes. I, I hide it with awkward Catholic dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. That's how we get along. Wait, uh, like... But but are you still nervous even to like speaking at your parish? Yes. Really? I, I really am. Um uh I think the reason why I, I get so nervous is uh you know, growing I always have this fear of being judged. Like yes. you're not good enough. And so I know it's like you know, I, I've gotten better with, with the fact that, you know, calling the Holy Spirit and let your spirit speak through me. And let them hear you and not me. But mm-hmm. I'm like, but then I'm like, but it's me. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. and you're like, what if they ask a question and I don't know the answer? And so it's gotten easier, but it doesn't take away the butterflies. And I, you know, that's that's just me. What about you? uh yeah pretty pretty exactly to what you just said uh regardless of any talk or i mean obviously i feel i feel like it's pretty uh pretty normal to be a little more nervous if it's a community you're not no you're not familiar with right you don't know what to expect there's a lot of unknowns so there's always that fear of unknown but yeah even when i'm speaking to like my small little group um with the teens, like at uh, our youth community nights or whatever, I still get nervous. And yeah, it goes back to, um, I hate to admit it, but it's, yeah, it goes back to this judgment. Like, I feel like someone's going to say, I, uh, even to the small things, like I'm very, <laughs> I'm very self-conscious about my voice because it sounds like SpongeBob uh, <laughs> and it's really like high pitch. And, um, you know, so I'm very like, I'm thinking about that all the time. Like, and I talk a lot (laughs) in like, you know, on a weekly basis, I do give talks every week. And so it's always on my mind. And like, I just get in such in my head that um, people are judging me negatively. um, And it's really unhealthy. It's, (laughs) it's really, it's really unhealthy. It's um, I would say it's not even uh, it's not humble you know, because you're so, uh, thinking about your own image or whatever the thing is. And, um, but yeah, like what you said, I keep thinking about, um, what my coworker reminded me one time when I was just reflecting on my job as a whole of like, I'm not good at this and I'm not doing that. And I, maybe I'm not doing this adequately enough. I'm not succeeding. And he just reminds me of the great words of someone that's far wiser than us. Uh, God is not calling us to be successful. He's calling us to be faithful. And uh, it's just always remembering in our hearts that when we're serving the Lord, and this could be talks, or maybe you're that leader that just nervous in small group or nervous just to be a greeter and say hi to people. Maybe you're that person, be a sign-in table, move chairs, whatever your thing is. 
if you're serving the Lord, God's not looking down on you. He's not saying, oh, you're not moving that chair fast enough. You're not, you know, speaking loud enough. You're not smiling enough. Like he's not condemning you. He's proud that you're there. Should we continue to strive to do a better job for the kingdom? Absolutely. We should always be striving for holiness. We should always be striving for that perfection, knowing that we're not going to fully reach it. Um, But God's not looking down on us. And I think that's what we need to reset our hearts to refocus that even when we stumble on that word um, or whatever the thing is, or we voice cracks, uh, you know, God's not like, you know, we may hear that from the audience, but God's not. And that's where our hearts are supposed to be serving anyway and why our hearts are there. So I, that's what I always remind myself. Uh, don't always succeed. I still get, I still, at, you know, over 10 years of doing this, still get very nervous. But that's what my reminder in my head all the time. It's it's about God. It's about God. It's all about Him. Wow. So it's true. It, it so much brings about anxiety that your hand sweats before you get up there and um you know i don't think i don't think i've ever had given a talk or presented something where it said you know i got this you know i <laughs> totally have this down and um and and you're up there with notes and then every single time you're like where did i put my notes <laughs> and you're like, where where am I going? Um, and again, Holy Spirit decides where you're going to go when you give those talks. Because sometimes when you read the audience and that question or that something happens, that's where it brings you. And mm-hmm. totally went off what it is um, that you wanted to say. And it was something that the people who were present needed to hear at that point. So I've always done that when whenever I've been asked is well what does what what do the people of God need to hear from me today? Mm-hmm. And it could have been totally something that that um I had planned and I'm like this is going to be the best talk ever. I have it planned. I've been working on it all week and I've been praying about it. I've been reading scripture and then you get there and it's like this isn't going to fit. Yeah. And this is what it's going to be. And mm-hmm. I've always found that when you're open to that, they become the talks that are the best, not for me, but the talks that are best for those people who were listening and present uh, for the moment. Because I can't tell you how many times people say, you know what, what you said, you know, that resonated with me. And you're like, I don't even know what I said. Mm-hmm. No, I've had plenty of that. Yeah. yeah, totally bombed it. And then they're <clears> like, <throat> or someone says, "Hey, you did really good." And I'm like, "I'm so sorry for doing that." <laughs> and they're like, "No, no, there's people like Colin and and saying how how much you know what you said touched them." And and then this is awkward when someone asks you, "Can you do the the talk again?" And you're like. I don't have notes for that one. <laughs> it's like it's yeah. I've never had that happen. But uh, <laughs> have you ever had where uh, you you have that plan, that talk written, whatever notes, and then uh, you ask maybe that first first gauging question to see if there's an understanding on a general, like just basic topic, in order to get to the deep stuff mm-hmm. and then you realize that there's no basic understanding of this this teaching or whatever so you have to stop the whole thing and just focus on that yeah like i just had that recently and it ended up just being like the the 20 minutes i was set for was just questions from the the kids the teens you're just asking well i don't know about this and how do I, how does this work and blah blah, blah. so it ended up just being like a q a talk yeah. which but like they learn so much from it, so you know. Still and and those God. are the best. Those are the mm-hmm. best when it's so organic. Uh, right. When when it's not a presentation, mm-hmm. uh, when it's not something that that uh, that's very textbook. Right. But it's organic that meets the needs of the people who are there, who are courageous enough to to put themselves out to ask that question. I love those. Uh, you know, I wish that it's like, you know, can you give a talk, just a 
Q and A. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying that I just put that out there, and and those are probably the most nerve wracking kind of uh things to be asked for. Yeah, to be part. Would you be on our panel? And you're like, um, no. I don't think I've ever done that. Nor do I want to. Yeah, it's kind of like, can I bring my catechism, my books, and oh, all this? Yeah. And so you're like, okay, I'm prepared. I think I got all the paragraphs tabbed. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you would have to have it pre-tabbed, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've never done that. That would be so nerve-wracking. All right, I don't guys. Think I could do it. So here's the thing. You guys got to go on Tony's Instagram, set him up, invite him to one of those. Uh, he hasn't experienced that. I'm going to tell you. We should do it. Hey, invite us for one of those Q&As. We'll bring our catechisms and our books and try to um, answer your questions. I want to get to a point where I don't need like the catechism. Like I can just... I want I, Someday, Lord, someday I'll just have it all up in here. Yeah, I gave, that's, that's, I'm determined. I, I gave up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, to be honest, you know, some mm. people say, I've read through the Bible. I've not read through the entire Bible. I was like, I was always taught it's not the way to read the Bible is from front to back. So I've done the whole reading where, you know, the, 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 the Bible in a year, you know, mm-hmm. with, um, uh, not with Father Mike, uh, <clears throat> but the original one. Um, but it was three months. You do it in, in 90 days. You do it in 90 days. Bible in a year. It wasn't Bible in a year. It was Bible in 90 days. Um, so it's longer readings. But I did that. But that didn't cover all of the books of the Bible. So I've not read the entire Bible. So <clears throat> there's still work. And then people say, you know, I've read the entire catechism of the Catholic Church. I have not. However, I'm one of those that have, um, I, I want to know most of everything that was in there. So I bought the compendium and I read the compendium <laughs> and the UCAT. So. Oh, I've read that UCAT the whole time. Yeah. So the compendium is really good too. For you parents out there, I'm speaking to the parents. If you do not have a catechism of the Catholic Church in your house and then a compendium yourselves and for a UCAT for your kids then you guys are missing out you guys are primary catechists get those books put them on the table next to your bible you should have your bible your catechism your compendium to the catechism and your UCAT all your answers are there so what's up Bethany we were just talking about um, being anxious about giving talks (laughs) That's the story of our lives. <laughs> right? Like it it it's like it's like I don't know about you guys, but it's always being asked, you know, you feel someone tells you, "Hey, will you give a talk cuz you feel so com- you look so comfortable up there." And you're like, <laughs> "No. I think every single speaker that that I've seen who's not one of the professional speakers are <clears throat> I'm like I think they're really nervous. Even mm-hmm. um, Father Mike, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We know that's Tony's hero. That is my hero. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is He is the hero. We you just know. celebrated his birthday, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You know whose birthday we need to celebrate today? Yes. I don't know. Some guy, some big guy. Well, next to the big guy. He's like a... He likes to dress in white. Robe in white. He likes to robe in white. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think he's like the vicar. He's a bishop of Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's not a Franciscan, no, but he took no. a Franciscan name. So I think his name is Francis. So happy birthday to Pope Francis. Yay. December 17th is his birthday. So obviously we put it out there that we are podcasting on December 17th on the Pope's birthday, the Vicar of Christ here on Earth. So, um, ooh, yeah. Happy Celebration. Birthday. Happy birthday. We're not going to sing. I can't sing. Tony can sing, but we'll watch. Happy birthday to Pope Francis. Pope, 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 P
There you go. <laughs> that's it. So all right. So that's going it. back to. Oh, go. Happy birthday, Pope Francis. <laughs> Many more years. Thank you for um, thank you for leading the church. So next topic. Well, I wanted to hear Bethany's perspective. So Bethany, with mm-hmm. all the talks that you've been giving, I mean, you're like a, a speaker now. Uh, how's your How's your nerves with all this? Just as high. I have high anxiety when it comes to giving a talk. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it takes a lot of preparation. Um, but honestly, just allowing yourself to surrender to the Holy Spirit and allow yourself to just really focus on what God wants you to say. So my prayer is, you know, God, I'm just here as your vessel. You know, whatever I say, don't let it be from me. Don't let it be what Bethany thinks um, that people want to hear. Let it be what God needs people to hear, you know? Mm -hmm. So I really just allow myself to be immersed in his presence. And that helps significantly. Now, giving the talk, that's a whole different story. (laughs) My heart is racing like, 100 miles per hour and but anyway all for the greater glory of god (laughs) she did a talk at saint oscar romero for confirmation one and like she had so much confidence yep she had she she was like making them laugh i'm like i was like what these kids know how to laugh they never laugh at my jokes (laughs) yeah like it's it was she she does it like a pro she doesn't even have notes like Pretty impressive stuff. That's when the Holy Spirit works. Bethany, Bethany's boredom on Instagram. Yep, at yeah. Bethany's boredom. I, I was telling someone that, and and she was like, "That's who Bethany is." Bored. Like, yeah, Bethany's boredom. Remember when you guys went to the 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 little um, gathering at our church <laughs> that I introduced you to? Some people said, "You're Bethany's boredom." <laughs> It's like, yeah, she's Bethany's board up. I get so, I'm like, the reason why I chose that handle is because I had deleted my previous account. But then once the pandemic hit and you had nothing to do, I, you know, I said, okay, well, let me reinstate my Instagram account. But I named it that because I was just so bored. <laughs> and now I just get embarrassed when people ask, what's your Instagram handle? I'm like, Bethany's board up. But yeah, it, you know, some of us like totally try to read the Catholicism and the faith in that, and you're like, "Wow, Bethany's born. What does that mean? It's like so deep." And now you just release it. And it's like, no, I was just bored. Pretty much it was the pandemic, and, and I, here I am thinking Bethany's boredom. It's like, you know, the town of Bethany, and that's her name, and boredom, and I'm like, wow. And you know what? That's the reason why I never asked was because, like, that must be, like, super deep. <sighs> no, she was bored, folks. I thought it was, like, a falling asleep for the waiting of Christ's second coming, you know, like, the boredom of, like, in the mind and that sort of thing. And just, like, ah, I've fallen asleep, you know. But, no, it's just uh, Instagram. She's bored. She goes on it and makes me watch not video- not funny videos. Those are funny videos. No, there's 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 some videos that are not funny on there. Like the wheels. I have no clue what that is. Well we'll hopefully put that on the we'll link that. Tony will link that because no idea. But guys, I want I wanna ask, you know, Disney Plus, how many of you guys love Disney Plus? Absolutely. I sort of. Certain shows. Um, a favorite Loki. Disney Plus series. The Loki. You've... Which one? Loki. I low-key like Loki. How about you, Bethany? I think WandaVision has been my favorite. I loved WandaVision. Wow. Here I am. I loved Mandalorian. 
Just oh, I thought we were right. talking That's about. There. I thought we were talking about the Marvels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mandalorian yeah. by far. By far, Mandalorian was my fave. Yeah, by far. When does the new season come out? I don't know. I don't think they're coming out with another one because what's her name is out. Oh, like yeah. she was carrying the show. Come on, I liked her. <laughs> <laughs> she was carrying nah. the show. Probably, nah. but they are coming out nah. with with Boba Fett. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. They are. Can't wait for Boba Fett. But you guys were you guys were talking one time in in our group chat about um, Hawkeye. So I was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna watch it because I was like watching it when my daughter and her boyfriend were watching it, and I'm like, mm, looks boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bethany. I personally enjoy it. I think Tony has different opinions. <laughs> what didn't you enjoy about it, Tony? Um, out of the Marvel shows that have amazing ratings and uh, budget up the wazoo, there's such a high expectation for these shows, okay? So this story of Hawkeye is just your generic action, you know, buddy cop type of show obviously they're not cops they're <laughs> archers yeah. but it's like it's your same concept they 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 bicker they work together i'm not going to spoil the show but then they you know they find a, a crime they have to solve and that's what the you know it's just the same did concept it, did it seem really plain it seems very plain they have a good they have a few nice action sequences that i'm not going to mention but yeah i'm not going to you know they those exist, yeah. yeah. There's some good, good action scenes. I have to say that I watched episode three and four four times because I fell asleep. Oh, three times, um, halfway through, so I repeated it. But I, I think that was my 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 thing too. Is is that it, Catholic you know, da- dad's boredom? Catholic dot dad's boredom. That's my my new handle. Catholic dot dad naps, uh, napping. <laughs> Because he's trying to watch it in the middle of the night, uh, but but yeah, it, it was it wasn't like you know when you're when you're when you're watching all the other Marvels and the explosions and these big huge budgets and it's like oh okay so it's like yeah they're two people solving crime. I, I will say this, Bethany, who's always saying that she can find Jesus and everything. Where do you see the faith in Hawkeye? I thought you had an example. <laughs> I do have an example. Where is that so the God example window? Is, so the example is, I was reflecting on it. And this goes back to the whole dying to yourself, right? So when I was reflecting on the dying to self thing, and I was just reflecting on all the things that I've, you know, not good, um, go to confession, right? Um, that's like my Ronin, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I regret, right? I can not spoil that because that was an end game. Right. Hawkeye is Ronin. Right. They're the same person. But 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 Hawkeye redeems himself. Right. He finds these things and goes, uh, that's not the, the sole thing that I am. Right. We have like the, the lies from the enemy that we're only Ronin. We only have that evil inside of us. We only have those evil thoughts, the bad things that we've done. Right. But not only that, not only that, it's almost like in the show, uh, Hawkeye doesn't want that to go out, get out, right? That he's done those things. And how often is that us? When we're trying to hide our sin, we hide, we have such a shame where like, I, I can't let anyone know I've ever done this. Right. But, um, the beauty of confession, beauty of confession, it's all laid out or even at the final judgment, the beauty of the final judgment, shame will be no more because everyone will know everything. Right, and we'll be released by our saving Christ. Boom! What up? Is that not a connection or what? Come on, that's the God moment. It's a God window right there, Bethany. Do you find any? Up that. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a challenge. To be Do I honest, win? I win. 
I know before, you know, we were talking about how busy we are. So with work and ministry and wedding planning, it is very difficult to find time to watch television. So when I actually sit down and watch television, um, I do it for the mind numbing. You know, I'm like, I just need to turn my brain off just for about an hour. So when I was watching Hawkeye, although compared to other uh, Marvel movies, Marvel television shows, I just thought it was enjoyable to watch. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know what? This isn't one of the best, but I just like sitting here and watching it. So when I was, that's that's literally what I was thinking when I was watching the episodes. So <laughs> God allowed her to rest. Leisure. <laughs> yeah. You know, on, on my point on there, I, I I kind of caught on to what Tony was saying. Is that you know it was Ronan, um, but what I saw in that is that there's a there's a portion of repentance, and that was his mm-hmm. past. But one of the things that I saw in in that is many times a lot of us who who are now repentant uh, Christians um, struggle with this word called scrupulosity, and that we keep trying to make things better for the things that we've done in the past and we can't seem to let that go so that's what i was seeing um in in that whole picture is that he was totally looking for for he's repented of his past but he's continually trying to make up for the errors um so not actually accepting that hey you know what i'm i'm forgiven you know i've turned over a new leaf but I, I still look at these symbols of my past, my sword, my my outfit, my costume, this image of who I was and trying to get rid of it and make sure that nobody else gets it. But the thing is, that's me. That was my past. Move forward and continue to do the good things. So that that's the the Catholic part that I saw in that is that whole repentance. And as the priest says, say sometimes is go and sin no more. But many of us, it's like, but that was just so bad of what I did. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lack of trust in Christ, forgiveness of us. And so that's that's what I got out of it, especially on episode three and four. I think I I, sh- I think I, I really, really got that because I watched it so many times. Over. Amen. Over. Amen. Right. So. Wait, was episode three and four the ones with the, uh, like the, the cosplay or the role play, or whatever? Oh, the LARPers. The LARPers. <laughs> I love the LARPers. I actually have a coworker who's a LARPer, so it cracks me up. It cracks me up. Yeah. The the cosplay, the LARPers. Yes, I love the. LARPers. You knew what I was saying. <laughs> I love the LARPers. One um, one of these days, guys. Uh, not a, not a complete promise, but I, I do want to be able to have Tony and I have um, LARPer costumes for the podcast matching. <laughs> Where do I sign my letter of resignation? Uh, you can't. <laughs> it's kind of like this is kind of like your faith, your baptism. Can we LARPer like apostles or something? We could modern apostles. Mm-hmm. Dressed in purple tights. Bethany just got an image. All our listeners out there who is not watching this on YouTube probably having this really bad image. I am sorry. Christmas season is coming. The light is coming through the darkness. So on that note, guys, do you have anything else to add? What's coming up? What's coming up? I got nothing to add after that. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, anything to add? Anything going on your end of the world? I just hope you all have a wonderful Advent season and a beautiful Christmas. Christmas season. Yeah. And guys, we are doing these uh, sometimes. We're going to be doing these a lot on Zoom because with all our busy lives, we're going to try to put out more content. Uh, 
from our own individual places. So if you want to join us on the podcast via Zoom, please send us a DM and we'll get you on board. Send us some topics of what you would like for us to discuss, some Catholic topics or even non-Catholic topics. Uh, I think what's coming up with us is Bethany and I and some other people and Tony, we're going to talk about uh, this thing that's coming up, um, the pro-life what we have been supporting, which is the Pregnancy uh, and Family Resource Center. I can't stress that enough. It is in our link on my Instagram. It's in the bio to help support and donate to that cause. I can't stress this enough. The Pregnancy and Family Resource Center located in San Bernardino, right next to Planned Parenthood San Bernardino, is a free fully funded by your donations. So look at the needs that they have, diapers, uh, other items for um, for uh, the baby, especially uh, boys. They, they need more of those clothes. And, and here's the thing. It's not only to help the mothers, but the family, pregnancy and family, free counseling. And as we always said before, when you when people go to get their children aborted, you go there and that's it. They're done with you. With the Pregnancy and Family Resource Center, they're there with you for years, walk through you and be with you so that you can successfully raise that child. And if you choose to take that path where it's adoption, they'll also assist you in doing that. Oh, by the way, here's a great thing. Remember last week, last last week when we went, we there there was a save, you know. They're singing Christmas carols, and this woman just was just so touched, uh, and then she she chose life instead. But <clears throat> when I when I share that with some of the people uh, that I knew, there was a mother who said, "If she chooses to put that child up for adoption, I will take that child." And so that is so touching, so loving. Um, again, this podcast, this family here, you hopefully and our family are pro-life, uh, and that is from womb to tomb. And that just doesn't mean the babies. just want to share with you that life is also those who are mentally ill, those who are imprisoned, those who go without. That's life. We support our life. Um, so on that note, I want to greet you guys a very Merry Christmas. We're going to try to do a Christmas episode, maybe. If we don't, from this family to your family, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And Tony's going to wrap now. Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise Different generations of the girls and boys So sit back and relax, this Catholic podcast Don't overreact if the thoughts are abstract When it's hosted by Catholic Doc Dad Who knows what's gonna happen Hey, what's up fam? Different points of view and highs and lows A new perspective everywhere you go Open up your mind and drown with the noise and see if this connected. What's up, fam? To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. Spec runaway thoughts like a runaway train break into conversation like links of a chain. Make a Hail Mary pass, hope disconnects. Have a question for a guest, put it to rest. Live a life of holiness, lead by example. Follow at Catholic.dead and then he tingled. <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd. Pray for one another, be blessed, and be there. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. And see if disconnected. He's Catholic famous. Catholic famous. Job description. <laughs> a lack of desire to be Catholic famous. <laughs> but you know what? Life Teen House put out many Catholic famous people, I have to say. Yeah, a huge chunk. <laughs> a huge chunk of the people who are out there started, started with Life Teen and are now Catholic famous. You have Chica, Catholic famous, and then she went on to Vagabond. You have Francis Cabildo, Catholic famous. Uh, he started with Life Teen at Rancho Cucamonga. 
Didn't Sacred Matt Mar start? Huh? Didn't Matt Mar start with Life Team? Matt Mar, Catholic Famous, the original Life Team crew. I Condolo? I Condolo. Mm-hmm. Life Team Catholic Famous. Yep. So, Mark Hart. Mark Hart. Oh my gosh, he's my age. Mark Hart's huge, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was a I was a Mark Hart groupie. Yeah? Yeah. Every time he was at Congress, I would sneak in, even if I didn't have a ticket. <laughs> Mark Hart. Mark Hart's an amazing speaker. Yeah. I have his books, Confident. cassettes. <laughs> cassettes. How old is Jason Everett? This Connected Podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city? Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The Cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out the cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at the cabin 2021 t h e c a b i n 2021